Lord, we come again, time of blessing for us, Lord, and hopefully you. The day is filled with activities, Lord. Many things in our very near future that have to be addressed. Time of joy and hopefully love and family getting together. More importantly, Lord, honoring you. Don't let the world take that away, Lord. Don't let us get so entwined that we don't remember you throughout this day. So right now, Lord, we pray that all the busynesses and able to put aside, and the Holy Spirit can come and minister. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I wanted to read a little Spurgeon thing here. It's uh, he uh, works it off of First Peter one nineteen. The precious blood of Christ. Standing at the foot of the cross, we see hands and feet and side all distilling crimson streams of precious blood. It is precious because of its redeeming and atoning efficacy. By it, the sins of Christ's people are atoned for. They are redeemed from under the law. They are reconciled to God, made one with him. Christ's blood is also precious in its cleansing power. It cleanses from all sin. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Through Jesus' blood, there is not a spot left upon any believer. No wrinkle or any such thing remains. O precious blood that makes us clean, removing the stains of our iniquity and permitting us to stand accepted in the beloved despite the many ways in which we have rebelled against our God. The blood of Christ is also precious in its preserving power. We are safe from the destroying angel under the sprinkled blood. Remember, it is God seeing the blood that is the true reason for our being spared. Here is comfort for us when the eye of faith is dim, for God's eye is still the same. The blood of Christ is precious also in its sanctifying influence. The same blood that justifies by taking away sin also quickens the new nature and leads it onward to subdue sin and to obey the commands of God. There is no greater motive for holiness than that which streams from the veins of Jesus. And precious, unspeakable precious, is the blood because it has an overcoming power. It is written, and they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb. How could they do otherwise? He who fights with the precious blood of Jesus fights with a weapon that cannot know defeat. The blood of Jesus. Sin dies at his presence. Death ceases to be death. Heaven's gates are opened. The blood of Jesus. We can march on conquering and to conquer so long as we can trust its power. Kay and I watched a movie probably for the second or third time as Easter was approaching, it's called The Passion. Some of you may have seen it. Um, somewhat secular in regard to the way it's done, maybe. Mel Gibson was the producer, I think, so you know. But the thing I liked about it was 
the realistic suffering that he portrayed in the movie was so darn real that it just it just grasps you. Um, I would not suggest it for any young person. Seriously, I don't know what age you you would consider your kids mature enough, but uh, I would be very uh, careful about that. But for the adult, I think it's a must see because. It showed me the extreme suffering of the physicality of the death of the cross and the scourging and the, the piercing of the side and the nails and the all the things he endured from the world standpoint. But it got me to thinking, um, what did it really mean to his soul, to his innermost being? Is he still a man? He, he could feel all pain. The movie starts in Gethsemane. His uh, extreme uh, wrestling with having to drink the cup. And for me, that was uh, seeing the extreme physical pain is nothing compared to the anguish he felt when he knew he was going to be separated from his Lord. It just put an exclamation point on that for me. Um, I've read this one before, but I wanted to do it again. It's uh, kind of the story. When I saw Gethsemane, it made me think of this again, and it, it made me think, and maybe you all have played this little game where what disciple would I be? <laughs> would I cut and run immediately? Would I stand at a distance? Or would I be a Peter and cut off an ear, you know? Um. I don't think I'd be Peter. I hate to tell you. I'm just not that brave and courageous. But um, somehow I think I would still still be seeking the Lord even through the fear of the whole situation in the days to come. Well, this one's called Answered Prayer Approaching Center. My fear kept me a full arrow's flight away, but I could still see. I inched closer. I felt ashamed, for I saw the women and John standing only a few feet away from him. As I remembered what he had done for me, my courage grew. I took a few steps closer unnoticed. I could now read the sign above his head and hear the women cry. He moved, groaned, and looked upward, then gasped for a painful breath before saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The thorny crown had been mashed down with great force, and the blood from his scalp and forehead almost covered his face. I moved closer yet, but slowly and quietly, hoping not to be noticed. I could now hear the soldiers' voices clearly as they gambled for his clothing. Only a few people remained as their evil task had been completed. It became clear to me now that I came close, that if I came closer, I would be noticed by the executioners. I took a few steps closer, and the gravel stirred, causing one of the soldiers to glance my way. He seemed unconcerned and went back to his game. As I stepped closer, I could see drops of blood steadily dripping down to form a pool at the base of the cross and hear his labored breathing for each painful breath. I became overwhelmed. My knees gave way, and I fell to my face. At this point, I cared not who was watching. 
I raised to my hands and knees and began to crawl. Although I felt much evil present, somehow my soul began to experience a love that I cannot explain. As I inched closer, the evil dissipated, and the love grew stronger, and my shame subsided. Suddenly, the world faded and meant nothing. As I reached out to touch the cross, I could feel his grace, his gaze, but I dare not raise my head, for all my failures flashed through my mind. Suddenly, an inner voice stronger than any audible voice said, Stand. My shaking hands crept up the cross, and I stood in the pool of blood, but my head remained down. Again, the voice, stronger than any I ever heard, said, Come up with me. All fear was gone. My hands reached up only to realize that the cross was slick with blood, much too slick for me to climb. But my body began to rise. I was seemingly without weight. I slowly ascended. My eyes straight forward. I first saw the pierced feet, and the tears began to flow. As my head dropped again, I was now suspended just below his eye level. I could avoid it no longer. Our eyes met. Time stood still. And all things were conveyed with his eyes, more clearly than the words of men. I saw centuries of wisdom and all knowledge. I could see that he also had knowledge and all providence of the future. But more importantly, the glimmer in his eye made my value soar. My rotten soul was now redeemed. I was fully his and he was fully mine. All my past and future sin had been obliterated. The spear ran through my back and into my blessed Savior. My death occurring seemingly simultaneously with his. As I thought I was leaving this world, his voice spoke to my innermost being. No, my child, you must be my living sacrifice. My spirit will empower you and my written word will guide you. Now go, represent me as my beloved child. I awoke a new person. My dream had given me new hope and a new appreciation for what Jesus had done for me. And then I remembered, as I rested, I'd been praying, Lord, please give me a greater assurance. Let's pray. Thank you for your assurances, Lord. Thank you for who you are. This day when you rose meant nothing unless you died for us, Lord. And you did. So we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for this special day. Let us not forget it each and every day, Lord, what you're doing for us, holding all things together, Lord, sustaining us in your arms, praying for us at the right hand of the Father, keeping us, Lord, in your will, hopefully, Lord. So we thank you for this day, Lord. Pray that we honor you with the remainder of it, not only in this worship service, Lord, but the way we interact with those we love and those we visit with today. In Jesus' name, amen.